Hey guys, you're listening to Tea Time with Tay, a podcast series where I sit down, like I have a choice, brew some tea, and then spill it. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Tea Time with Tay. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and, of course, subscribe on iTunes. Today, I have a very special guest. I am here with Antron. Yay! Thank you for having me. No, thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure. It's kind of weird, like the whole realm of how we met each other and like how I'm out here in LA. I tell you, what a friend, I tell my friends all the time. When I come to LA, I meet the most amazing people who are after, like out here for their dreams. Yeah. If you're after your dreams, I think there's really no place. It's in America anyway, there's only New York and Los Angeles. And I think... Uh, both places really hold some really creative individuals. Like, the most creative. And I love yeah. it because it drives me to want to do more and be more. And so, in figuring out and in talking, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about yourself? And- oh, gosh. This is like the opening indie question that yes. always gets me. So, my name is Andron. I am a singer and songwriter based in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. I, and I recently actually just got off of tour in Japan. I was um, going to ask you about that. So how was your tour? Just wrap that up. How did you get from... <laughs> how, were you not from LA originally? Originally, I uh, was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, but I grew up in Washington, D.C. So I'm like Midwest, East Coast, and now I'm on the uh, West Coast. So I'm a little bit of everything. And we were talking about how he went to Howard. Right? Yeah. Hey, hey it's you. You H- know. H- yeah. Okay. Great school. One of my... Yeah. Uh, an amazing experience. Shout out to Rayshawn and Giselle, who I interviewed a couple weeks ago, who are also attending Howard, seem to create hey. really, really, really great people. So from <laughs> Howard, then you found your... What did you study there? Acting. Acting. I studied theater. Um, theater under some amazing people. Felicia Rashad was one of the people who Ooh. taught theater there while I was there. A couple of um, intensives and Al Freeman, Kim Bay, some really amazing names that um, have come out of Howard. But acting is what I do. And is that something... That I still do? Absolutely. You know, it's one of those things, um, entertainment is is, is all connected. It's one of those things where, you know, modeling is dancing, dancing is singing, singing is acting. Everything, um, if you are putting your heart into it fully, it's all connected. So even when I'm on stage and I'm singing, um, I am embodying this character. So it's really like acting. It's a a performance. Yeah, it's a technique. It's an applied technique. So Howard definitely prepared me for this. Okay, and in looking at, we were talking about also your tattoo. We see him and I are so like hey. we were. we're such, I'm gonna stop saying. Hey. We're, we're such big talkers because <laughs> before we even started the microphone, we had like three thousand questions that came out of each other. So I was like, uh-huh. oh, we need to say this. Say this on the, and now we don't have anything to say. But to each he other, has a beautiful done. tattoo on his arm of a microphone that looks like it's coming out of your skin, which probably lends to the fact that music is your true. Love. It's my love. Well, I, it's one of those things, uh, Taylor, that I really wanted to get a tattoo ever since I was young. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people rush and get like a Tweety Bird on their thigh or like, you know, a cross on their back. I and I'm like, fully agree. Then I'm like, you guys are wasting your time here. I'm going to be yeah. this for my life. And I had the opportunity to go on um, Best Ink, which is a television show 
mm-hmm. and some amazing tattoo artists. And I was able to get um, a type of tattoo called... Um, it escapes me now. It's like where it, mach- it looks like machines are underneath your skin. It escapes me. But essentially, I wanted something that almost tied to my work ethic. So it's like being an artist sometimes is like being a robot in terms of like the type of rigorous activity you have to do all the time to perfect your technique. So that yes. was where it came from for me. And I'll be sure if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. We can take a picture after so I can put um, a picture of it up on my blog yeah. for everyone to see because I am talking about it but everyone's probably like what does, what does it, it look, look like? like? It's we'll super cool guys yes. and I definitely am open to that. We'll definitely have it on taylorlandrights.com but from what we were saying earlier you were in Japan. Yes. Tokyo. Tell me about tell me about your tour in there. It was incredible. And the type of music. I mean, it was incredible. It was one of the best experiences I've, I've ever had, and it. Um, I've always been very interested in Japan. I think the way that they uh, use technology um, yes. and it's implemented into every part of their society. Even for example, when I was on the train, you know, there was a. Uh, Internet, internet, like sixty feet underground, and it's very just like everything's very user friendly in hear that Tokyo. <laughs> internet underground, the TTC, yeah. and it's free. Out. Check that. What? Free. You just log on with your email. It's not one of those. And you know, even flying into the airport, which I've been, you know, out of the country, but their airport looks like the year twenty ninety. It's, it's very advanced. advanced, very futuristic. Where I think we should be as a society, but. And so, I'm sorry, I, I'm not no, no, crazy. It's fine. Um, but in terms of my tour, it was great. I had a four a four club tour, which basically means that I was there for about two months, and I would nice. just sing um, a lot of my originals, a couple of covers, cool versions of covers that I, I created um, for four different clubs for two months there. And I toured around Tokyo, um, and it was really something that I can't wait to do again. What was the reception like from... Incredible. The they love Americans. Of, I mean, love they Americans. love Americans there. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same kind of reception we give when British artists come here. Yeah. It's very much like, oh my God, the Beatles. Um, it was something that I, I didn't know. The reception was... The reception in Los Angeles is warm, but since everyone is an artist, everyone is a critic. I think For in sure. Japan, it's more like, we like just the fact that you're performing. Yeah. And what kind of music for someone who hasn't heard it okay. you're using before what kind of music are your genre or are well you, like a little bit everything <laughs> no well i think um i love a hybrid type of music so it's very pop mixed with dance mixed with soul uh if you need a reference Khalees is one of my biggest influences missy elliott is a huge influence of mine uh, jenny jackson that? obviously is one of the best things ever created yes and um, I just like to have an element of, uh, of dance with a touch of pop, but make it very modern and implement a lot of, like, soul. Seems like you're, like, really into what I, in the videos that I've been able to see, oh, seems like yes. you're, like, really into the bringing it in as a performance. Because God, yes. some, sometimes you have people who might be good singers. Yes. Who are good singers. Not yes. might be good singers, who are good singers. But when you see them perform, you're like, well, I'll just go back to listening to you <laughs> on my iTunes. And then you can get people who are really great performers who yeah. might not be able to sing so well. But I think for you, you have the, the package of doing both. One of, uh, another one of the things I really draw from is Grace Jones. She's mm-hmm. Jamaica native. Yes. Um, incredible. One of the best to ever do it. And her performance style is so avant-garde it's so beyond and it's something that I really draw from so when I'm performing I'm always like I go to a lot of shows 
And if I go to a show and, like you said, someone is singing very well, but there's not a show, there's not a pizzazz, there's not a, you know, it's theater. It's theater. People sleep, people talk, people text. Even right now, I feel like you're texting in your head. Um, I'm boring. Things get boring. And everything, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. But I just like to think if you give something like, you know, a sprinkle of just amazingness, uh, performance, put your whole self into it, then it becomes interesting. So Mm -hmm. I do like to perform. And for the majority of my audience, they know me as, or have followed me from uh, Instagram, where I do a lot of my writing, um, poetry writing, quote writing. So writing is obviously so close to my heart. And I heard that you said songwriting is something that you are into. Yes. What is that that process like for you? Because I know for different writers, like for me, I'm the kind of person who will be up at like three in the morning because I love the dead at night and silence to do that. Edgar Allan Poe-ish. I... Mm-hmm. Don't even, I could go. I could have three podcasts on my love for Poe. But um, what is your writing process like? Where do you find yourself drawing inspiration from? I think much like you, uh, I love writing at night. At the same time, I, music is is different. I kind of yeah. like to let a song breathe, or mm-hmm. sometimes a melody will come to my head, or a specific situation is occurring in my life or my friend's life, and I like to write about that. I think every song is a bit different. So, for example, one of my favorite songs, um, and it's it's currently on the next project that I'm releasing, it's called Dancing in the Light. So mm-hmm. that song was about um, when I first moved to Los Angeles and all the adversity that I faced and just coming through it and always being positive, you know, not in that super syrupy way, but in a real, like, get up, get to work, you know, yeah. kind of way. Um, and I think reality. it's the reality of it. It's the yeah. reality of it. And with you, it's the same way. Like, I, um, I, I think that if you are true to yourself and you're a vessel of what's going on around you, mm-hmm. it just flows through you. Just It's true. It flows through you. I know. People are sometimes like, because I write a lot of stuff about like relationships and sometimes... I know. Can you can you recite something for me real recite quick? Recite something I mean, can I just get a, like a, a little oh. something? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no, let me look up a little something. something. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll put it in a song. Like, let's go. Let's do this. I, I know. It's so funny. I My friends are always like, how are you, like, coming up with this, like, stuff? Where do you find the inspiration? What time are you writing this? I'm like, I could be, it could vary from being at night, in the middle of the night, to watching TV, being so happy, and drawing inspiration just from everywhere. Yeah. I'll read you yeah. one of my recent... Like, I like to write stuff like this, but this one's not like a rhyme or anything, but it's okay. like, um, I need someone who will look at the storm I call life, throw in a raincoat, and walk through it with me. Like, I love to draw inspirations from, like, mm. the earth, like, maybe mm. the earth, or just, like, the sky, like, related back to um, relationships and doing a lot of analogies and similes and mm-hmm. stuff that's just simple, but really easy to relate with yeah metaphors and, metaphors. and all the above yeah that is the word so i love that a raincoat yeah because there's so much i mean that's there's so much truth to that like life will not always be um a sunny day no even though it's los angeles <laughs> I it's, always, it's always sunny it's always sunny but it, it, that's true and i think that when you yeah that's amazing i would love to hear more i'm gonna yeah. actually now be re i'm gonna tonight i'm gonna go home get on your instagram drink some red wine and cry you know, I always tell people, I was like, if you are going through a breakup, 
give yourself about uh, give yourself a little bit more time where you can say the person's name without uh, without crying and then read my stuff. Uh-huh. It'll help you. It'll okay. help you, but like right when it happens, it's not the greatest. It's thing not the best. Like, it's like Ooh. listening to Shade. It's yeah. like please don't listen to Shade yeah. when you're sad. No. I love her. Yeah. But. Um. For instance, a happier one. Okay. I could say would have been they are a gardener of hope, spreading seeds of knowledge and prosperity even in the crevices of the earth where the sun can't shine its light. They let love sow, they let love grow, refusing to ever let love go. Mm. And I wrote that about um, people who, in my life and for friends, who are just such em- the embodiment of love and just are always expelling it out into the world. Yeah. And, yeah. So yeah. just things like that. But, I love it. Mm-hmm. I so love that. I, what's, your, what's your IG? I need to follow you. Uh, everyone can follow me. <laughs> Taylor L N underscore writes, and that's right as in writing. W R I T E S. Wonderful. It's a passion. Follow um, done. Yeah, done. And um, speaking of writing, are you who are if you were to, or maybe I'll ask you like, are you collaborating with anyone as of recently? That- yes. So I'm really excited to release this this project that I'm working on as of late. It's a EP, and I'm working with an amazing um, producer. His name is Noise Castle. Noise Castle produced Don Richard's last project. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought it was one of the best things I've heard in my life. Yeah. I mean, it's really great when you have a body of work that you listen to and you admire, and you're able to work with some of the people that created it. it yeah. It's like an out-of-body experience. So the new project I'm working on, it's a little more risky than something that I've done before, but it's, it's something that it's a little... It's free. It's very free. I'll just say that as yes. a precursor to what's coming. Okay. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's one of those things where, like, when you're like in the industry, you can't really necessarily say all of your secrets. Yeah. But are, is it something that you're going to be like writing on or like yes, singing on? Absolutely. I write all of my work, and I also write for other people, which is 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 cathartic as well. But this particular project, I'm at the helm of it. I it's my baby. It's my Buick. Le Saber, it's my Prius, whatever. It's mine. It's my Prius. It's where <laughs> it's what I got going. It's what I got. I'm in the seat. I'm in the driver's seat. And I'm for a while I have put together smaller projects. Um, but I really want to put together a you know, I miss the days where an album was, you know, like an album from song to fin like from first like a story to last. A story. I miss that too. You know it's when I was saying this to some one of my friends the other day, I'm like I, I would love to listen to an album again where I think um, someone who recently did it really well is Beyonce. Mm-hmm. She had, mm-hmm. it was such a, it was Lemony, it was such a story from beginning to end with the process of forgiveness and the amount of someone who yeah. has wronged. Yeah. But um, I don't find a lot of um, albums where you can start at track number one and it takes you on a journey to whatever number it ends up with. Like, I agree. I, I, think, I was like, that's the point. Like, That's the point mean? of an album. That's the point of an album. Not a bunch of um, independent Mid- singles. Magic. Like, I don't... That's not... The, the people that I love, the people that I look up to, like a Janet Jackson or, mm-hmm. um, you know, a Don Richard or, or those people, they put together these stories, these amazing... And even Madonna, she's a master of this. Yeah. Putting together projects that really embody where they are in their lives and it reflects what's going on in the world. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know twerking or doing whatever people no. do but if we could do that and just be conscious and at the same time I, I love that too yeah and so with your with everything that you've got going on if I were to see you in a few years from now what would be your ultimate dream 
Well, ultimate dream is that. For what you, you have going on. You and I would have just left Atlanta together because we're going to do Atlanta together. We're going to do. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff. <laughs> so that's I, number one. Again, again, that's another podcast. <laughs> that's the that's after midnight podcast. Uh, I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my super dream, my. Um, for myself is to be able to create amazing work on a very large scale um, that affects people uh, in the same way that music affects me. And if that is acting or if that is singing, that's perfectly fine. Currently, my medium is songwriting and performing. Mm -hmm. But as long as I'm able to do that um, lucratively and... um, Successfully and honestly, authentically. Authentically, look at all those. Yeah. I used all those look at adjectives, but you used the one word I was looking for. No, authentically. They, but those all um, body authenticity. Authenticity. That's that's what I ideally uh, would would love to be in five years. And also um, working with RuPaul. Yeah, RuPaul. Isn't he... Uh, beyond. Isn't, and then interviewed by Oprah. That's what everybody wants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what everybody... That's when you know you made it. You're like, Mama O, love you, girl. When, when, when O gives you that call, it's just like, I am doing something. And O don't right. even have to call me. She could text me. Hey, she could smoke signal me. You can, you can get your assistant to do it. Like, yes. I need a direct call from you. I, I don't. Like a, an <laughs> Oprah stamp on it. I'm yes. like, O Network wants... O Network wants to see me. They want me to do... I'll be on at 3 in the morning... Um, I'll stay up. That's cool. Cause she, you know, and that's the thing about someone like her. She represents quality. She yeah. represents every person. She represents um, something that we all can relate to, and mm-hmm. that's essentially what I strive for. And I think you only get there by being yourself. Mm-hmm. I was actually very fortunate, very very fortunate, a few years ago to have been on a show that it's not it's not airing anymore right now, but it was called Life Story Project. It was on own, and mm-hmm. they interviewed people with um, like stories that are just almost like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I got a chance to be on my name, like on and face on the own with a little own in the corner. Amazing. It wasn't Oprah. Amazing. It wasn't Oprah interviewing me. Oprah, we still got. <laughs> I'm still making my way to you. But You're on your way. You're on your way. Step closer. On so, your way. Yeah, it's that's, a, that's incredible. For <laughs> how was that experience? It was. It was incredible, honestly. It was one of those last-minute things where um, a former teacher of mine had said, hey, they, I heard from a friend, they're looking for people with really interesting stories about their lives, and um, I think you'd be perfect for this. Mm. And I sent an email to whatever email they had. Literally the next day, someone was like, we love it, mm. we love you, come down to this place. Yes. Were you in Chicago or were you in Los Angeles? Oh, I'm from Toronto. Oh, so, so it was all based in Toronto. It was all based in Toronto, okay. yeah, for this particular shoot. And um, it was the next two days I was, had filmed it. And mm-hmm. Did it, you it pinch took, yourself? It took a year for it to air. But when it aired, it aired like around the clock. And it was really cool to see that experience. And that's one of the other times when I realized that the media is definitely something I want to be in and it's yeah. an opportunity to like my podcast share stories with different people mm. who I like to come across them and I'm, oh, like I said I'm always meeting really interesting people in my life and it's a great opportunity to sit down and um, 
share those stories with a bigger audience. Yeah, but isn't it, don't you think that that's what we're all just doing here? We're just telling stories. I think so. We're just it, telling all stories. in different ways. All in di- and that's the the beauty of it. I mean, I think if you stop and there's so much going on in the world, but if you stop and just kind of realize everyone's just telling their story everyone's yeah. acting out their role in this you know this thing called life not to get all metaphysical no we're, we're, <laughs> no, we're gonna get to like I think you need tissues up in this place. but no we're all just telling Inspired stories but that's why you meet so many interesting people because you're so interesting and because you have an open heart because I think everything just reflects back onto you what you do you, it, it comes back to you and I think if we can all just stop and just realize, like, we all pretty much want the same thing. I think so. Happiness, family to be happy, family to be safe, just a good place to eat, lay your head, all that good stuff, create. Mm-hmm. Um, we all want the same thing. So we're all just telling stories about how we got there. Yes. And we will continue to tell stories. And the and the, what makes us different is those different mediums that we use to Absolutely. communicate that. For instance, like someone who's a cook uses that to tell the story like they put their passion and soul and love and mm-hmm. every their, their history like if they're Italian background they're putting their history and their yes. story into yes. the food and they are for me, and I can fry some chicken but it's nothing it, like that chicken like, it, with someone who can <laughs> it's not like the chicken for people who come from the south and have, have had this chicken from passed down yeah. through family family you know it's the <laughs> It, it is. It's that's an art. Everything is an art. But mm-hmm. everything is can be an art. It just depends on how you how you do it. How you do it. And for me, it's of course writing and speaking. And for you, it's writing and singing and performing. And meeting people. And meeting people. And meeting people. I had the best time um, meeting people. And I'm sure you've met a lot of really interesting people oh, since being a. How long have you been out here? Four years. <laughs> He's, He's like, you have no... You have no idea. I used to live downtown in Pershing Square, and now I live in Hollywood. Um, And it is a... Hollywood. You know, people say that all the time. That's what I hear. People say that. And I'm like, I guess. But no, it it is interesting. But I've only lived in large cities for the most part of my life. So um, I'm I'm kind of used to it. Me too. That's the thing too. People are like, oh, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. I'm like, it's like Toronto... On it in the summer. And this, exactly. <laughs> Toronto in the winter, you ain't gonna see nothing. What's the deal with Toronto in the winter? Oh. What's the deal? Give it up. Honey, Give it up. Honey. It's, Give it up. It's first off, it's cold. It's cold. It is so cold. <laughs> and then it snows. And then the snow is just everywhere. The ice is everywhere. People are miserable because they don't want to go outside. So you do you have like a truck? Like how do you get around? No, I, that's the thing. Like I like I all of you guys who for the majority of the people who listen to this podcast know that I'm in a wheelchair, but it is hell. Like I if the snow gets too high, like I will not go yeah. outside. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But so how is driving I Dri- driving is slow. Yeah, let's talk about that. I have a van. Yeah. Um driving is very slow, you have to be really careful. Black ice everywhere, oh. crashes, blackouts. It's just not a fun time. <laughs> and and but in the summer, in the summer when it's warmer, Toronto is literally the most beautiful city. I wish they had the media industry we have yeah. here in LA in Toronto because I would never leave yeah. otherwise. But um, I just I just need you just, to know that I'm coming to no, Toronto. Please, like please. I'm there. If you want if you want to experience Toronto in the winter. Oh no! Never in the winter. Never in the winter. But in the summertime, like I'll take 
take you to all the hot spots. Okay. We'll go to Cabana Pool Bar. Mm. Shout out. Shout out to my city, Toronto. I honestly, I know sometimes my friends get a little bit salty. Um, especially, I'm going gonna, gonna to throw you under the bus here. Natalie. Uh-oh. Yes, Natalie, you. Nats. Talking right to you. Uh-oh. She gets a little bit salty when I leave for the amount of time that I do to be out here. But um, Toronto really is one of the greatest cities. Extremely multicultural. You can find food from anywhere and everywhere. People from all different cultures. We don't have to deal as much with the different like types of racism. Oh, and God. Craziness that's going on in your country. I have been here for just a few weeks. And I, honestly, I have, in the few weeks uh, I've been here, I have seen... Um, What's it called? Wildfires. Yes. I've seen yes. police shooting yes. umpteen amount of mm-hmm. uh, unarmed black people. Yes. I've seen th- your election is crazy. Oh my! It is actually like um, a George Orwell it's, book. It is like living in the state. I I have it. Oh, and I've experienced an earthquake. Oh there yeah. Was an earthquake. I was up at, like, again, at, like, 1 in the morning writing. Mm-hmm. All of, I am in a wheelchair. I am not supposed to move if the ground shakes. Vibra- yes. It, I was moving. I was like, what is going on? I get it. And it I was, get it. I was only out here for a little... I've only been out here for a little while. And all of this stuff... And, but on the other hand, I have met the most incredible people. Mm-hmm. And just... I really do feel like this is where my heart belongs. Yes. It's yeah, crazy it's, as it is. It's crazy, but that's the thing. I think there will always be craziness all around us. And it does seem like the world's a little crazier than it usually is. It does seem that way. I will, will, will agree with you. But I think that there's like always craziness in the world. There's always something happening in the world. And where you can overcome that or get through that is just like yourself being still like if you yeah. have this internal I'm, stillness yeah. mm-hmm. if you are i'm so turning into like deepak chopra here i know, or something. I know. <laughs> i'm going give me the life advice give me the juice no you're giving me you're giving it to me you're giving it to me um no but it's like there is every day will be craziness that's just the 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 contract we signed to come here it's like a yeah. part of the contract however in that contract i do wholeheartedly believe that there is an addendum that says, relax, stay cool. It will all work itself out. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really hoping that. And it's such a big leap um, for anyone who is out here in LA, especially making that adjustment from moving away from your comfort zone to in pursue your family. a career, your family. Your family. All hard. of my family and friends are back in um, Canada. And I, it's a lot, but I really believe, and you can get really lost and caught up in this city because it is an incredible city it is super crazy there are people always doing what you want to do but Mm -hmm. if you have been blessed to have and be grounded in who you are Mm -hmm. as a person before you make that transition i think that's the most important that's the ticket yeah that's the ticket they say you know fame doesn't do anything but amplify the person that you are are it's who you are it's literally who you are so a lot of individuals who you know kind of lose it or but it's fine everyone's having a different experience I just think in terms of you know if you do make the move to Los Angeles Mm -hmm. I'm here you've got family here no I will be when I will be in the next little while after when's the house warming when's the when's the house warming well probably (laughs) probably within the next year and a half what do I need to bring to the house warming Bring yourself. I know you gotta. You can't you know show what? up empty-handed I'm, I'm, to a. I'm a wine girl. I'm a wine girl too. Good, good. Red, obviously. I, I a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay, I can't really do 
white is like when it's super hot outside. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I can't just go home and drink like Riesling. I need like a nice Pinot Noir or a nice. I was the same way. My dates are Pinot Noir and yeah. I'm like, I'm old. I know people say I'm old when I like drink Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio is good. I'm like it's deep good. down secretly like a housewife or something. Like, I will drink my Pinot Grigio and flip a table or something. Like, that I, sounds I, good I to me. Where's the Pinot? Did you have some Pinot? I wish I had no. some Pinot. <laughs> But <laughs> I think tea time with Taylor needs to turn into like the next time I see you, it's like Beano time. You know what? I I had a really I struggled a lot with that because the whole idea for this podcast derived out of wine nights with my girls, mm-hmm. and we would during my wine nights, the girls know this. We will talk about every like it is our opportunity to vent to each other. Mm-hmm. And what I found was that we were saying the most yes. hilarious and like ridiculous things so my first two test podcasts for my podcast were done at wine nights and i was like okay guys we have spilled literally all, all of my tea, life tea. All the tea. my mom my i was like my mom is gonna hear this and i need her Delete. to be, be, remember for as long as possible that i am her little girl yes because yes. as much as i've grown up and experienced a lot especially in the past year with relationships and breakups yeah. and all that stuff uh, it's a lot it's a lot relationships are are um <laughs> I can't even finish that sentence relationships, relationships are, are wire right yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen relationships are are a lot they are a lot I I, I think uh, I'm currently I'm single out there in the world of Taylor me too. land me too. Me too. or t- single Basically. dollar bill single um, hit me up Taylor land <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes no I just think sometimes it's good to be single it's good it's to so good. breathe it's good to work on yourself it's good to you know and it's nice to not always you know relationships are wonderful I'm so about a healthy good. relationship when they're good they're so good they're, when they're good they're so good and the adverse is true too. When they bad, when the bad they bad. Lord, really. Lord, call Oprah. Um, call Ayala. Call Ayala. Actually, that is who you call when something's bad. You call Ayala. Thanks for my life. That is. But no relationships are. They help you grow. Help they, you see. I've like I said, I've grown so much, and I went through like a all a, a lot of first with my last one. So it's just okay. it's a lot. It's a lot. Sh- shout out, shout out to him. Yeah. I, I know you. I know you listen. So. He's probably like, oh, God, I hate you. Yeah, I hate you so much right no, now. No, no, we're... Him and I are cool. So good. Yeah. Good. Okay, that's a part of the... Oh, my God. Relationships and breakups teach you maturity. And they teach and you, you... you learn a lot about the person, too. And you're... Forget the other person. You learn about it yourself. Sucks. That's it. Were you like... Ooh. I didn't think mm-hmm. I was so much of an emotional person. Like, I thought... I... Like, I feel and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. it was... Oh God, he's gonna hate me so much. It was like my doing, like to like end uh, things and everything. Okay. But so, but okay. I didn't realize how you become so emotionally attached to a person. Yeah. Of course. So, um, yeah, it, it it made for a lot of really great poetry. Mm-hmm. Bro, a lot. I've I feel like I've expanded a lot because of that. When everything was good, it was so good, and I wrote really like lovey dovey stuff. Yeah. And now I've been able to. Experience a little bit of both sides of the love that I used to write about that mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily in, in tune with. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's been a big part of my growth, and um, like you said, it's important. But for the time being, I think I have been able to channel so much more into my passions and 
focus on me because yep. you become really wrapped up in that. And it, and it is, and it's actually intoxicating. Speaking of wine, it's an intoxicating, intoxicating. thing. It, yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I, like I said, woof. I love that. Woof. 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 It's a lot. But yeah. um, again, it makes for really great writing. I'm sure you can incorporate that into future songs uh, and music and relation. Now you got me thinking about my. Uh. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it, it it helps you um, grow, and it's actually the relationships are like lifting the veil. It's like the the veil that you lift. The face you show everyone on a day to day basis is not the face you show your they lover. They really like get under. Oh, they get. They get to know to the nitty, the gritty. The when you wake up, they smell your stinky breath. Yeah. When you like go to sleep, like it's a whole mm-hmm. process and. Um, it's hard because it's so hard to be it's hard. vulnerable. It's very vulnerability is the key. It's, it's key. Yeah. But in the same token, I think you know, being vulnerable has its. You you get to see who people are when you're vulnerable. When you need, <laughs> when you need something, and it, that's the thing too. You figure out what sometimes things that I thought I needed in a relationship are not as important to me as things that other things that I really enjoyed and I'm like you know what you really learn what you want in every okay. relationship okay so can I just ask yes. what what is one it. of the things that you thought you needed that you didn't need I thought in a relationship that I needed to see for me I was so nervous about oh god we're gonna go I know we're going <laughs> I did not I, we're going I, did, I, I really did I told you this is my Prius I Let's go. Lord have mercy. I I thought that I needed... um, I was worried about physical aspects with someone. Mm -hmm. I thought that that would be really important to that person. I thought that would be really important to me. And I thought that the time... Like, I would need to make so much time for this person. Mm -hmm. Because I'm a very busy... I have a very different life from a lot of people. Um, I need help. I have nurses and all that stuff. And I thought I'd have to really allocate that time to someone... And I realized that it's not necessarily about that. I need someone who's just willing to be as open and communicate. Like, I'm a huge communicator. Mm -hmm. I am very, and I'm a very emotional person in the sense that, like, I will talk to you and get, like, we are right now getting under the hood of who you are as a person. And sometimes when um, you are in a relationship with someone who didn't grow up, like, I grew up in a household where we will talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And when you grow up sometimes in a household where you aren't as connected as a family, mm-hmm. I feel, you become very close off with your feelings mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. don't like to express them. Yeah. And that for me, I don't get that. Yeah. And, um, I read a really great book um, after my breakup called The Five Love Languages. Get out of here. One yeah. of my favorite books. It's so good. Yeah. And one of my, my, first, my biggest uh, love language is words of affirmation. And um, once... When actually, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I knew he's gonna listen to that. When the towards the end of thing, um, I actually got him to take the quiz, the mm. love language quiz, mm-hmm. and I took it too. And I realized that our lists are literally almost polar opposites. And it was a really big. It was really hard because um, I knew how he felt and I knew how I felt, but I just knew that long term it wasn't gonna work uh, because of certain things. Uh. It was just uh, clearly a lot. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's, that's, but what about you? What have you learned? Look, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, but it's 
This is what I this is about. Them. What do I'm you ready. think we're going to talk about? We, we can't even talk about this. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to be releasing a memoir in 2020. I love um, it. And I already told him, I was like, you know, it's gonna, you're going to be in the book. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, just don't pay me back. He, he's not a bad person. We honestly ended on the greatest terms. He's a really, really, really good person. Yeah. And we're still friends to this day. I believe that. And I believe there's, you know, people are genuinely good people. But sometimes, honestly, people can be the best people in the world. But sometimes they're just not the best for you. Exactly. That's exactly what That's it. I mean, there's nothing. It's fine. He's, like, there were such good people. Like, we're so good, mm-hmm. but better friends. Better friends. Yeah. Better friends. And also, even at the time, though, you could have, that was just, sometimes it's just a season. And it's just there. Yeah. Everything's just season, you know. Take it with that, you know. And now it's I, summer, and summer's different. Summer's hot. Summer's hot. Summer's hot. Summer's a lot different. Are we going to Atlanta? I need. I got my rods in Atlanta. Panda. I got to see all the cars. Sarah's like, I am. I need. I want to go to Atlanta. I want to experience Atlanta. Here, it's a fun place. It's fun. It's a different place. It's different. Yeah. I. It's fun and it's different. I haven't gone to enough places in LA yet. Okay. In LA. In, in California. US. In in the US. Sorry. Well, the thing. One of the things I love about we're jumping all around the page here, I know, but we are. one of the things though I love about living in California essentially is that there's so much to do in this one state. It really is. It's huge. So like, much to do. Huge. So you huge. have Ojai, which is one of my favorite places. I don't know if you've heard of Ojai. O J A I. Incredible. O J. Oh yeah. Ojai, you know it's Spanish. It's such a Spanish. It's Spanish, like <laughs> people would say Ojai, but it's like Ojai. This place should be called like. Original Mexico. It, it is actually. It's, it's in the it's in parentheses on the yeah. map. Yeah. Um, but Ojai is incredible. It has like these natural. They're famous for these natural outdoor like baths, like these sulfur mm. baths, where just like incredible. You kind of bathe outside. It's super hippie. I'm into it. We have Joshua Tree. You have San Diego. You have Lake Tahoe. You have San Francisco, Oakland, Sacramento. I mean, this place is I would, rich. Recently, I've been to Oakland. Uh, Oakland, I've been to. I remember. Atlanta. I remember when you went. Yeah, I remember when I was when you like, went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In San Fran, San Fran is beautiful. And obs- obsessed. I'm obsessed like, with it. Like, I really want to go back. I was freezing when I went, um, but I want to go back when it's uh, warmer. I want to go see Alcatraz. It's always freezing. I, that's what I heard. It's always cold, but oh. it's cute. But the thing you can layer there. You can layer. Yeah, I, I just was prepared for that. Yeah. And when I hear it's still California, I'm like, hey. Naked. Like, Essentially. Yeah, hashtag naked. Hashtag naked all the time. Mm-hmm. Hashtag 101 degrees. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag fires. Hashtag wildfires. Wildfires. Um, it's hot. Uh, San Fran. I've only like seen it before on Million Dollar Listing San Francisco. Great show. But um, I, it was so cute. It's that's amazing. I, like, that's the way I describe San Francisco. It's cute. Yeah. But it's, um, you get a more like older feel. I know it's a city, but you still... It feels different. It's, it feels it's different. It's a different feel for somewhere that's still in the same state. Yeah, it, and but that's the lovely thing about California, and I'm obsessed with Oakland and San Francisco. I just think it's so yeah. fresh and warm and edgy and just really authentic. Yeah. Los Angeles doesn't necessarily have the best reputation for being authentic. No. Oakland and no. San Francisco... It does. Yeah, yeah. and in, in LA, you you what you find is because you have so many people from so many different places. Exactly. Here, they're like exports from here, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's more. Oakland is rich with culture, and I mean, some of the first 
Black Panthers. I mean, the whole movement. There's yeah. so many, you know, Asian people that are there, and they've been here for oh so many gosh, years. Like, yes. I'm like obsessed with that place. I want to move there. It's. It, I've been there many, many times, and uh, I can't wait to go back. That's why I, I was a big tourist when I went. Like, I went on the the double decker tour bus. Shut I had up. the head, I did too. I, I had the headphones in. Like I, I was listening to I it. Too. Listening to the different. Did um, you go past Alcatraz? I did. I wanted to go to Alcatraz. The wait is so long. Three months. The wait months. is so long. No, they're, they're like, oh, we're booked for three months. So I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And I'm like, so. I'll just go I'm to San Quentin across the street. <laughs> But I, I I love Alcatraz and I've been kind of obsessed with it for a yeah. long time. But I have so you to have to go. There. Oh no, I'm gonna go. I have okay. to get back there for sure. I just didn't know that you had to. Book. I thought you could just go. I know. Me at too. Any time. Me too. I thought so too, and then I was sadly mistaken. Yeah, but and well, again, Atlanta gotta end up there. Yes, we have some trips to take. We do. Are you writing this down? I should write it down. No. I mean, we, we got this immortalized now <laughs> on iTunes. True. Tea time with Tay. Hey, I'm going to stop doing that. Hey. So we all have our things that we do. What I've noticed from um, listening to my podcast, I say amazing three. That is amazing. I do that. That is so amazing. That's, like, that's, that's amazing. so amazing. What is it? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. We all have our little things that we say. And when I say woof a lot, which I need to calm that down because people don't really get what I'm saying. I, I, like someone write, I had someone write it to me and be like, what did you mean when you said woof? And I'm like, it means that it's a lot. Like, it's a lot going on. Yeah. Find some things that you do with your friends transitioning into, but you know what? Screw that. This is my podcast. Yes. Tea Time with Tay. Can we say it on, so, on three? Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Woof. Woof. Down. Woof. Mine. Yeah. All mine. So for my viewers who, <laughs> my little viewers, <laughs> listeners, who would like to find out more about you, where can they find you online? Well, currently you can find me with T- Taylor. Yes. We're having tea. Um, after this, you can find me at I am antron that's a-n-t-r-o-n dot tumblr dot com also i love instagram i'm so not into a lot of the other you know social media platforms but hey, instagram built yeah everything. it's my boo yeah. um so you can also find me on instagram i am antron just hit me up see what i'm doing the fun things that i have going on the happenings um and uh yeah that's where you can find me okay all the music all the stuff all the goodness um, I am Antron. I am Antron. And I'll also be sure to include that on my blog, which you can find at taylorlnwrites.com. Writes as in W-R-I-T-E-S. Um, as always, you can also find me on Instagram, where I will put up a link to um, in my bio to this specific interview when it is out. Um, at taylorln underscore writes on Instagram and of course on Twitter taylorln and you can find my podcast Tea Time with Tay on the iTunes store worldwide I know that we had an issue for some reason in the Singapore store or something that is all resolved so all of you guys who are out there who wrote to me thank you so much for telling me and I fixed that with iTunes and you can subscribe so you never miss an episode yay Antron thank you so much no pleasure's mine I feel like I honestly feel like I've been to therapy I've been to church <laughs> I've been to the clubs I've been to Atlanta <laughs> that's actually my album that's what I did I just gave you a peek of my yeah. album church oh. and the club oh there's see <laughs> look out for that <laughs> we're all 
Thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm so glad we had the opportunity to do this. And until next time, all of you, I love you. Stay positive and be authentically you at all times. Until next time. Bye. Bye.